Welcome to the Sim Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarek. I'm always joined by my co-host, Ron. What up, Ron? How's it going? We listen to the podcast where we discuss the National Football League on a weekly basis. We also talk about the playoffs. Are you ready to go, Ron? Let's do it. Let's do it. Before we get to top news, we're going to talk about Hard Knocks. What did you think about the first episode? It was good. Really good. And I'll admit, you know, I haven't watched Hard Knocks in a couple of years. Kind of gave up on that show, but um, I started watching it this year again. And I thought, it, they, you know, HBO knows how to put, out, put on a production like I, I told you earlier. I thought it was really good. It was good to see uh, Dak and his recovery. I think that's what they kind of focused on. It's good to see Zeke. Uh, good to see the rookie Mika uh, Parsons or Michael Parsons, however you pronounce it. Um, I thought they, it was a pretty good show. I'm looking forward to uh, tonight's episode. Yeah, I like Hard Knocks as far as like from an entertainment purpose standpoint. I like it because you know it's kind of like uh, you know when they used to do like the 30 minute review of, the, of teams like yearbook review. Mm-hmm. I like that because they they kind of stay positive. They don't give away to, they don't give away anything basically, and they look at the first round draft of each team. So it's it's like a it's like a warm blanket of that particular team. So there's nothing negative about it. Everything is positive, and there's a lot of like, you know, human side of football. They show Dak. They show Zeke, their best friends. So you know. I know what is getting at Hard Knocks. The thing that I really, really laughed hard was there was there's a part in Hard Knocks season one, this new season where the coach is explaining uh, like uh, vasectomies to the team. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you missed that yeah. part. Uh, I think Coach Bones. I think it's John Farrell, but they call him Coach Bones, and he's like explaining the vasectomy, and then he's going like, "But then I got it reversed." And then they're like asking him like, oh, but did you lose your libido? Did you lift your driver? He's like, hell no. See, I think that's the cool part of Hard Knocks because it humanizes everyone. It makes you realize these are a bunch of young men, uh, some that are basically, you know, 20, 21, 22, 23 years old. They're learning how to uh, become men. And, it, you know, it's it's just, you know, everyone's getting to know each other. Um and there's a lot of uh, cool stuff that happens behind the seat, the you know, the scenes that we don't get to see when we're watching a game. And uh, it, it really is like any any time you play a, a team sport, and I'm sure anyone who was listening that that have been part of a team uh, understands this. But when you're on a team sports, you feel like a family, and that's I think that's what what's the best part of, of hard knocks. Yeah, I'm definitely. Uh, I know that. When we record this is when they're airing the next episode, but I'm definitely going to watch. Um, so, in today's cuts, Team TiVo is out. What do you think about that? Um, no surprise. I think it was, uh, it was you know, obviously coming. I, I wasn't happy, to be honest with you, that he even had an opportunity when there are other players that probably deserved uh, that opportunity for, for that position. But... Um, 
Yeah, he looked horrible in the preseason, and I'm sure he looked pretty terrible in some of the practices that were off camera as well. And uh, I don't think really he had a, a legitimate shot at making the team as a as a tight end. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think I agree. I don't think he should have had any kind of chance. Uh, you shouldn't be out of football for how many every years? It was definitely Urban Meyer that wanted to bring him, and I think even. I don't think he had a chance of making the team, but I think Urban Meyer was like, "No, we need like a character team on this team." And then he realized, "No, you just stink." Goodbye. Yeah. I'm not sure what he was expecting from that experiment, but you know, and I don't know if it necessarily rubbed anyone the wrong way on the team. You know, Tim Tebow is not a bad person. You know, he's a good guy. I'm sure he had a lot of, uh, you know good things to say or the you know his teammates will have a lot of good things to say about you know him while he was on the team but um you know to me it was just a waste of time and i'm glad that they cut him i think they can just focus now on on you know making sure they have the, the right guys and they're they're filling the right um you know roster for the for the season so we're both in agreement that we're not team people fans what do you think about the 49ers waving josh rosen um, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know what's going on with Josh Rosen. Four teams in two years. You know, this guy was a first-round pick. Uh, that's This is probably it for him. But, uh, you know, it's the NFL. There there's always seems to be a team that's willing to give a, uh, a poor-performing white quarterback a, an opportunity um, that a lot of other quarterbacks or black quarterbacks let me just say it black quarterbacks won't won't get are you trying to are you trying to say that because he was white he got another chance uh, that's exactly what i'm saying um <laughs> you know he listen you know the dude i think we've seen enough of of, of him from you know his, his time on all these teams that he's been on um he's just not cut out for it i don't know if it's you know something that's uh just mental with him because uh, in terms of like arm talent, you know he's he's a pretty decent thrower. Um, but what I'm saying is, you know, he's had a lot of opportunities, and there's some guys that have not, uh, and they've you know been part of one team, and if they don't make it, they don't get another shot. And uh, so to me, it's it's no different than what I was saying earlier about Tim Tebow. Um, it's just funny to me that these guys. Uh, get second and third and fourth chances yeah i mean he was drafted by arizona and then they fired the coaching staff then came in kingsbury drafted kyle murray so he was out of there then he went to miami they drafted Tua. he was out of there i don't even know why even 49ers picked him up i guess they just wanted to take a look at him but obviously he wasn't that good so there uh, another thing that Alfred Morris got cut today. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, he's old. Um, but, you know, looking at that Giants uh, running back depth chart, um, you know, behind Saquon, you had Corey uh, Clement and Devontae Booker. I thought they could have used another, um, you know, every down back, uh, first and second down back for sure. Um, I don't know what he had left. Obviously, not enough to make the team. Um, but, you know, it's not necessarily that, that surprising he got cut. Yeah, I mean, he's 32 years old. For a running back, that's old. That is beyond old. So, 
it wasn't a surprise that he got cut. What is a surprise is that the Giants are holding on to Barkley going back to his old ways. And as we mentioned earlier, it's, you know, it's a risky proposition if you ask me. But I guess Gary Brightwell is who they drafted. So, and you like Corey Clement. So we'll go from there. The other thing I wanted to let you know is from now on, I'm going to call Aaron Rodgers A-Aaron Rodgers. So anytime we have some news, it's going to be A-Aaron Rodgers. Just an FYI. Uh, so that is today's news, August 17th. Talk to you later, peace. Peace. Okay, Ron. Today we are going to discuss the New York Giants. How do you feel about that? Um, I'm okay. Not only that, Ron, but we have a special guest. The first guest on this podcast that we ever had. He is a number one Giants fan. The only Giants fans I know. Everybody, this is Chris on the other line. What up, Chris? What's going on, gentlemen? Thanks for having me. So, Chris, we're going to jump right in. But before before we do all that, let me just quickly tell Ron a backstory about how uh, we first met. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ron, so uh, Chris's fiance is best friends with my wife. And they invited us to have brunch one day to their house, which I was like, oh, yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, let's let's go meet Chris. First time I've ever met Chris. So I get to the house. And by the way, Chris, uh, you have a lovely home. Thank you. And, uh, you know, brunch is ready. They got drinks for us. Everything's going well. I'm like, oh, yeah, this this is a cool cat. Got drinks, got food. And then, like, on the side of my eye, I see, like, he has a New York Giants barbecue, like, uh, it's a barbecue cover, right? Yeah, yeah, the grill cover. Like, he got a grill cover. Now, Proudly displayed. No, you know, because you know, I know that Chris is from New York, so I was like, well, you know, it's probably like a gift, you know. His mom is cool, so I was like, it's probably from the family, you know. You're like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm going to give you a, a grill cover. And then there's a, is it, I don't know if it was your fiance Iris or you, but you were like, you guys want to take a tour of the house? And I was like, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think it was Iris. I think I, Iris, it was Iris was like, yeah, let's, let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah. take a quick tour of the house. So, you know, it's a brand new build. So we look in, then we go upstairs and Ron. Uh, I don't want to say that I was triggered, but <laughs> when I went upstairs, it was like, walking into a giant's cave it was like a giant's man cave i was like what is going on it was like pictures of eli manning he, he has like a super bowl ring i mean i was just like oh no this is not just a casual new york fan he's like a hardcore giants fan well, I don't know anyone that's a New York fan that's not a hardcore New York fan. All New York fans are hardcore. Yeah, so 
you know that was the introduction and we hadn't yet had the idea for a podcast but at that time i was like i know a new york giants fan and if we do a podcast in the future this is the first guy i'm gonna invite to talk about the new york giants am i is that kind of covers it chris what do you think yeah yeah um i mean you left out the part of when you walked upstairs and you seen the newspapers that were framed of the giants beating the patriots in the super bowl but we'll, we'll leave that out i uh purposely left that out because oh, I, gotcha. I didn't want to okay. mention i didn't want to mention I, I i know those two super bowls we lost them as a patriots fans i say we but i know i was like you know what we lost them in heart-wrenching and the <laughs> score like last second pass so moving on i'm just gonna leave it there and then we're gonna review your new york giants so i'm with you we're gonna break this down in three categories we're gonna do the past we're gonna do the present and we're gonna do the future so we're gonna talk about the team the new york giants last 2020 season so i don't i don't mean to bring bad news but uh they went six and ten last year yes yes they had a owen full record to the four through four games they had a one and three record through five through eight games and then this is where i kind of stopped and i said you know they had a winning record from game to game nine to game 12 they beat washington at washington 23-20 they beat philly at home 27-17 they won at cincinnati 19-17 and then they won at seattle 17-12 so they actually with were you guys four and oh so yeah so we had a we had a four game stretch we had the we beat washington we beat the eagles uh we beat the Bengals, and then uh miraculously we beat the seahawks uh yeah so that we, we had a we had a, a good four game streak and then we got uh we we what i don't understand with the giants man is we'll we'll beat seattle right and then we play arizona the following week and get mopped 26 to 7. well see that's what i'm seeing here is that game 13 uh, games 13 to 14 your record was one and three so you you came back to earth basically and you almost you almost won that division because you almost got a better record than dallas right it was yeah so yeah yeah so we, we were fighting it well it was um it was washington washington won the the division last year but so i go back to the first couple of weeks right so minus the Pittsburgh game, right? First game of the season, you know, Daniel Jones finally getting his real feet wet. You know, we're playing, you know, at the time Pittsburgh was what, 11-0, right? They, you know, they went on to be 11-0 for the you know, first 11 games or whatever the case is. But then if you look at the Chicago game, the four, uh, outside of the 49er game, the Rams, the, uh, the Cowboys game, the Philly game, the Tampa game, those, all of those losses, each each of those losses are seven points or less so one possession changes uh those games and it, it so as bad as the giants records was last year 
you know, uh, a catch ball by Evan Ingram, uh, uh, you know, a sack fumble that didn't occur on Daniel Jones. All of that stuff changes the game, right? Um, so we, we had a lot of opportunities early on in the season to win these games. Like, we we play Chicago, we lose 17-13. We play Dallas, we lose 37-34. We play Philly, we lose 22-21. We play Tampa, we lose 25-23. So really minute scores and... We, for whatever reason, we just couldn't put it over the hump. So uh, it, it all started clicking after that Tampa game. I felt like we got some juju, you know, playing you know Tampa and Tom Brady and those guys. Because then we went on a four-game tear, right? And then, like you said, all of a sudden we get hit in the face by Arizona, Cleveland, Baltimore, and then we we uh, end the year by beating Dallas. So it's one of those things, man, where. The Giants beat the teams we're not supposed to beat and then lose to the teams that we should beat. And losing Barkley, I'm sure, didn't help. So, yes and no, right? Because if you go, if you if, if you look back at the, um, the Pittsburgh game, right? And I remember where I was watching that game. I was at a sports bar with a buddy of mine. And they have, so it, it reminded me of like the 90s Detroit Lions, right? Where it's like, Barry Sanders left, Barry Sanders right, Barry Sanders up the middle. So that's what we were doing with Saquon. It's like Saquon left, Saquon right, Saquon up the middle. And we don't have the offensive line to sustain, you know, that type of running game with with Saquon making all these jump cuts and this, that, and a third, and ultimately blew out his leg, right? So I really feel that the, the injury to Saquon last year helped us in a sense because it said, hey guys, you know, we can't rely on him, right? We can't put all of our bags all of our eggs in that basket and then what do you know all of a sudden we're starting to run the read option with daniel jones you know we're starting to you know move the ball down the field a lot better you know wayne gallman came out of the shadows right we're starting to feel out all of these other players on our team because again we're not just relying on saquon and you know so ultimately i felt like you know yeah it sucked that he got hurt especially you know uh, week one but I would rather him get hurt week one, and now we know that we have other options on the on the team that we could, you know, that we could, uh, uh, you know, go to in the, in the event that we need to go to. Uh, so it was just one of those things where I felt like it was a gift and a curse. And and I, I don't want to get too far ahead because we are going to discuss the rosters. But I mean, looking at the statistics, you guys were ranked dead last. Well, second to dead last, thirty first overall in offense. And then I'm looking. I'm looking at the at the record. There was a lot of times where you guys only had like 180. One, I mean, the Washington game. You guys had 108 yards passing. So, in your in your you as a Giants fan, do you think Daniel Jones is ready? So I like I like Daniel Jones. And the reason why I say it is because he gives us something that New York Giants football, I don't think, hasn't had in a really long time. Right? I, we didn't have it for Eli, for sure. And it gives us that extra piece of mobility, right? Like, he can get out the pocket and he can move. I think the problem is, is that we can't keep Daniel Jones upright. So we can't give him the opportunity and give him time in the pocket to throw the ball because he has some flashes of brilliance where he throws the ball and everything like that. But 
when you have that internal clock clicking in your head or ticking in your head because you know there's a defensive end ready to you know, knock your head off, I mean, you, you're letting things go earlier, right? You're getting hit, you're, you're fumbling the ball, all these other things. Like, if we had a solid offensive line, I feel like we'd be a lot better. So I, I think Daniel Jones can be good, but I, I will say that this is the year that it's going to be make or break because we, you know, we tried to make some moves offensively, you know, from a roster perspective. But um, so if he doesn't do it this year, I think that's why, you know, we, we made the trades that we did in the draft so we can get an additional first round pick in the event that he doesn't do good so we can draft the quarterback next year. Okay, so let, let's just write that to it. So on the current roster right now, what what grade do you give the QBs right now? Do you give them C? You give them a C? C. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I mean he's the only one. We let go of Colt McCoy, and then I was watching the Giants Jets game, and the other backup we have, uh, uh, Thurston Thurston or whatever his name is, he's miserable. He's horrible. Ron, what, um, what grade do you give them? I gave him a C minus, so I think we're in the same ballpark. Daniel Jones, um, I agree, showed some flashes. He's got to take care of the football. Too many turnovers, and I'm not just talking about interceptions. Just way too many turnovers in so few starts. It scares me. It's, it's like a Jameis Winston type situation with him. See, I wasn't as forgiving as you guys. I gave I gave him a, a D because I looked I looked I was looking back at his 2020 campaign. I was looking back at his 2019 campaign. It just he throws too many turnovers. He fumbles the ball too much. I think he's a liability, to be honest with you. I know this year is make or break, but other than Daniel Jones and Barkley, you guys have good wide receivers. So, yeah, so I agree, right? I mean, we just picked up Galladay. We have Shepard. We have Slayton. Yeah, Sterling, um, so, I mean, right? We- yeah, yeah. So we, I mean, we have a good wide receiver core, right? So I like I, I don't want to I don't want to be too rough on Daniel Jones right now, right? Because again, I think it all boils down to uh, the offensive line, right? Because you can have the best quarterback in the world, but if they don't give you time to plant your feet and let go of the ball, I mean, it's it's hard, man. I mean, these these defensive linemen and defensive ends they're getting back there. You know, in three seconds. I mean, in three seconds, you got to be able to make a read and let go of that ball. It's hard. It's, it's hard. So, what grade do you give your wide receivers? I give them. I probably give them a B, like B, B minus. Uh, I, I like Slayton. Slayton did a lot of good things. Um, outside of Shepard having that concussion, um, you know, I, I think he's a really good slot receiver. And I think Galladay is is a red as a red zone threat, so I think he's going to do a lot uh, a lot of good things for us, especially as we get into that you know into that red zone space. Where, where are you at, Rod? Uh, I gave him a B minus. I think we're in the same ballpark here. I think these guys again are talented. Um, they they potentially can get a thousand yards. That's how good they are in terms of talent. They just got to get uh, good quarterback play. I, I, I also gave them a B because it, it's a solid group. It's a solid group. And I I don't mean to hanker on uh, Daniel Jones, but I went back. You haven't had a 1,000-yard receiver since Odell Beckham. And that's when Eli Manning was passing the ball to him. So yep. I think, you know, 
if Daniel Jones succeeds and he has a good offensive line, I think this team can be dangerous. But again, it's all up to Daniel Jones. No, I agree. Uh, what, Chris, what grade do you give the running backs? Um, this, I, I give him a B, right? Because as great as Saquon is, you got to stay on the field, man. Like, you, you can't be great off the field, right? Like, you, so I, I give him a B. Like, when he's on, when, when he's on the field, you got to account for him, right? He, he's, he's a great, he's, he's a generational back. But you, you play two seasons, you hurt two seasons, right? Like, nah, man, you can't. But he has, what I want him to do is, I want the Giants to stick him in a room and watch Wayne Gallman from last year, how Wayne Gallman just hits the hole and runs. And none of this jump cut thing, so. You know, what, Ron, what grade do you give the running backs? Uh, so I gave him a C plus, and I agree. I think, I think Barkley's one of the best running backs when healthy. Uh, top three for sure. Um, he just isn't healthy often. And I think the Giants made a mistake uh, by letting go of Wayne Gallman. Um, I'm I looking agree. at the, the rest of these guys. Uh, I'm not that impressed with the, with the backup. So if Saquon is hurt, um, I'm struggling to, to see how they can, can fill his shoes with the guys they have on, the, on yep. this roster right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Chris. I gave the running backs a B because... Uh, Barkley, he's, he's definitely a top three running back when healthy. Uh, and then it, it, it's a big fall off. They should have kept Gallman. I don't know why they let him go. Because, you know, if Barkley's coming back from injury, it's really a toss-up. You don't know he can get injured again. He can go back on IR. So why get rid of Gallman? Mm, right. I don't understand that move. Yeah. Yeah, and, it's, and it's not to say I like Corey Clement. I was a big fan of him when he was in Philly. Um, Devontae Booker is, you know, he's serviceable, but these guys aren't to me aren't every down backs. And I think if Barkley gets hurt, you know, I I, I don't see that grinder on the on the team uh, that can be your first and second down running back. And you 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 kind of need balance if you're gonna have Daniel Jones upright uh, during the game. And if if they if they're not afraid of your your, uh, your running backs, they're gonna blitz. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're, they're and then even worse than that, even worse than blitzing, they just they they're gonna drop eight people back and they're gonna rush three. And then now you gotta rely on the arm of Daniel Jones to get through these windows. And no, I, so I, I agree one hundred percent. They're just gonna play nickel and dime the whole game. They're not even gonna worry about running backs. Right. So, Chris, what did you grade the tight ends? Oh, man. I have a love-hate relationship with Evan Ingram, man. So I'm going to give them a C. Uh, he, he lost us a lot of games last year with not catching the ball. So, um, yeah, I'm going to give him a, a good C. See, so what, what do you give him, Ron? C+. Plus. I think uh, Ingram's talented. He does have some laps some time. Another guy like Barkley doesn't always stay healthy. So that, that worries me. And... I think they brought in Kyle Rudolph this year, uh, another guy yeah. who, who's always hurt uh, or who has been hurt recently. So, um, you know, we'll see if they can stay healthy and if uh, Ingram can catch the ball, they can, you know, they can be a threat. Yeah, um, I gave them a C as well because even though I, I, and I like the tight end, I like Ingram, even though I should say it's a love hate relationship. But I think that Kyle Rudolph, even though 
he might not stay on the field. He definitely improves that position with his catching, his blocking. He he's a, he's he look, he's a good complement to Daniel Jones. Okay, what? Okay, this is where you're. You have to be honest. What do you think about the F. O line? F. 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 Big F. Why? Why? Why an F? So, so we made the stupidest move we could have made in the offseason and letting go to, and letting go of Cipher. Uh, because and now we bring back Nate Solder from two years ago. He didn't play last year because of COVID. And he was horrible when he played left tackle for us. But now we're paying him the big bucks again to play left tackle. And he, he was and, with the Patriots, I think. Yep, yep. That, and so Bill Belichick swindled us into taking him and mm-hmm. getting his getting his paycheck off the books. And so we got him. And Andrew Thomas showed some promise. You know, Will Hernandez showed some promise. Nick Gates is horrible. Um, Shane Lemieux was horrible. Um, and that that's where it's going to make a break. I mean, if, if the offensive line can gel and at least give us some time, I think we'll be really good. Or, or at least we'll, we'll be good. I mean, not say really good, but we'll be good. But, yeah, man, it's definitely uh, the, they're, they're the weak point in our chain, for sure. What did, what did you give, Ron? I gave him a D plus. I think they're bad. Um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't go as low as an F. I think there's actually teams that are worse, believe it or not. Uh, but yeah, deep. Well, we're talking about this division. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I give them a D too because, just like Daniel Jones, they kind of go together. Like, if Daniel Jones succeeds, that means the O line is succeeding. So, it's kind of like a catch twenty two. So, D for Daniel Jones, D for the offensive line. Uh, let's move on to defense, Chris. What did you think oh, of, yeah. of the linebackers? What'd you give them? So I like the linebackers, man. I, I like them a lot. I give them a, a B plus. I like Martinez. I like um, Olajari that we got from Georgia. Um, you know, I, I like I like all of them, man. So I, I feel really good about our linebacking core. Um, so I, I, I give them a I give them a solid B. Why did you give him run? I gave him a D. Not a fan of these guys whatsoever. Wow. <laughs> Martinez is okay, but I mean, I'm not that impressed. Um, and I don't know if it's just being so many years a, a Steeler fan or uh, now a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan and seeing what these linebackers or these teams can do. Uh, but, you know, I'm not that impressed with the Giants uh, linebackers. I gave him a D, but I think that I might change to a C plus because looking at the statistics from last year, they were kind of in the middle of the pack. They were ranked 13 in points, and then they didn't li- they didn't give a lot of the de- uh, rush TDs. They were in the middle of the pack as well. So maybe I think I think it's salvageable. You know, I think that their defense is not in line with Washington, but I think that. The defense can be a number two in that division, so I, I I might change my grade from a D to a C. What did you think of the cornerbacks, Rick Chris? So our our active cornerbacks right now, I, I like them too, man. So I mean, we have uh, you know we have Bradbury, you know we just got um, we just got a Dory Jackson, we have Darnay Holmes, so I, I like them pretty solid too. I give them a B. What'd you give him, Ron? Gave him a C. Uh, I do like Adore Jackson. Um, 
Yeah, I think they, they're okay. I think they're good if you can get pressure on the quarterback. They'll, they'll be good, just like any team. Um, but if you're asking them to cover uh, a long time, then they're going to struggle a little bit. Yeah, I, I gave them the C, but that's that's because, again, they were in the middle of the, of the pack last year. So I think that they did okay. But, you know, I was telling Ron earlier, Chris, that when your defense is on the field for so many plays – Mm-hmm. As the Giants' defense was last year, their defense is not going to perform a high sp- high speed or high accuracy. So, you know, it's it's a good defense, and your defensive coordinator Patrick Graham, they brought mm-hmm. him back because they know that they have a good defense. So they, I figure, hey, if it ain't broken, don't don't fix it. Right. What did you think of the uh, safety? So I'm a big fan of Jabril Peppers, man. Jabril Peppers and Logan Ryan, um, I like both of them a lot. So I give them a B as well. Ron, what'd you give the safety? Yeah, I wasn't high on that high uh, on them either. I gave him a C. I think Jabril, to me, I, he can make plays, but I, to me, uh, he was a little bit overrated coming out of college. He just hasn't lived up to it fully, uh, in my eyes. Yeah, I gave them a grade a C, and I again. Like I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, you know, fixate on this. They need to get off the field. That's all. They just need to get off the field. They need to. The offense needs to put together some plays. Not. I think they led the league last year on three and outs. Am I wrong, Chris? No, I, I think you're right. So, so yeah, and that they, that plays a big part in it too, right? So, yeah, it, th- it, it, you get these people that are tired on the field all day, and you know. <laughs> The defense, you know, the defense goes on a, on a tear where it's like they're on a, like a nine, ten play drive, and then you know they, they stop them or they get a field goal, or whatever, and then the offense comes out, and then three and out, boom, defense is back. Yeah, so it's tough. Yeah, it is tough. What did you give the D line, Chris? So the D line actually gave a C, uh, even though I like Dexter Lawrence and you know uh, Leonard Williams. It's where we start struggling. Um, I didn't like the fact that you know we, we gave up uh, Dalvin Tomlinson. That that sucks. He was a really really good nose tackle for us. So um, I think we're going to struggle with the run up the middle. Um, so I, I, I give him a C. Uh, what'd you give the run? I was a little higher. I, you know, I gave him a B. I, those guys you mentioned are, are good. Um, I think having we'll see what we get out of Danny Shelton this year. I, I liked him coming out of uh, I think it was uh, Notre Dame that he played. Um, mm-hmm. I think he can he can be good. Yeah, I give him a, a CO. So I think I think the the defense is gonna be good. I, you know, definitely better than Philly, and I think might be better than Dallas. I think the a defense is gonna have a chance. I don't know if they're gonna be better than Washington, but the defense is gonna be good. So I give him a C. Uh, Chris, what did you think? And I'm gonna lump these together. What do you think of the kickers and the returners? So, I like Gano. I think Gano is consistent, right? So, I, you know, C, low B. Um, our returners are interchangeable, man. They change all the time. So, I, I would put them in the middle of the pack at a C. Ron, what'd you give them? Same exact scores. Yeah, same thing. C all the way through. Because, I mean, if a lot of those closed games, they lost not because of special teams. They lost some because right. they had a bad defense. Okay, so now we're going to look in the future. Even though 
what today was the first day of cuts but hey we're gonna play the future game the guessing game so chris first game of the year against denver what do you think it's a win or a loss for the giants i got them i got a win for the giants against denver ron what do you have a win also yeah i got a w for them too come i mean Denver, it's all over the place. I, don't, I think you should definitely get rid of Denver. Okay, September 16th at Washington. What do you give them, Chris? I got a loss. Uh, Ron, what do you got? Loss. I got a loss, too. I mean, even though Washington, it they're counting on Fitzpatrick to guide them, he's he's like a poor man's, like, uh, what's his name, uh, Brett Favre. You, you don't know what you're gonna get. <laughs> you'll mess around yeah. and throw up 400 on you. Yeah, he'll throw yeah, 400. Yeah. Oh, he'll have three ints. I don't know. He's up there. Okay, Sunday, September 16th versus Atlanta at home. What you got, Chris? I got a win. I don't think Matt Ryan could do it no more. What do you think, Ron? Uh, yeah, I gave him a win. Uh, not so much Matt. I think the rest of the, the Atlanta team is not that good. Um, they should win that game at home. Yeah, I gave him a W too because it's. I mean, I don't know what they do in Atlanta, and I don't want to review Atlanta. We already did that. So, October 3rd at New Orleans. What do you give them, Chris? I give them a win. Oh, you got a W. Oh. All right, Chris, explain yourself. Why did you have a W? Two reasons. Two reasons. Drew's not there no more, and Michael. And we don't know what's going on with Michael Thomas. True, true. So, Ron, what'd you give him? Well, so I gave him a loss, and I I do agree. You know, Michael Thomas situation has everybody worried. I, I, that dude does not want to be on the team at all. Um, and the quarterback, I don't know why they're messing around. Why Peyton's messing around? They just need to, in my eyes, make James the starter, and you know, manage his turnovers. You know, don't mess around with this whole Taysom Hill nonsense. I think it's just wasting time in the preseason, but. You know, I, I gave him a loss, but it wouldn't necessarily shock me uh, if the Giants pull out a win. Yeah, I gave him a loss, too, because I like the Saints' defense, even though I like the Giants' defense. But then I also like the Saints have enough power, at least in the running back. And even though they don't have Michael Thomas or who knows what's going on with them, they have other receivers that they can go to, even though the QB still up in the air so I, you know it's true what it's 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 a i wouldn't be shocked if they won that game but i'm gonna give them l sorry chris all right <laughs> october 10th at dallas what you got um oh man it's, this, these games are always tough because they're always a fight so I, i'll say this we're gonna split dallas um so uh, whether we win this one or lose the uh, or win the the other one um so i'll, I'll say we'll probably lose in Dallas, and yeah. Uh, what do you got, Ron? I had a loss. You got a loss? I got a loss, too, because Dallas has a lot of weapons, and playing at home, playing in front of that crowd, I don't, even though Dak, it's not a serious injury, what he's going through right now, I think the offense is going to be flying. It's going to be a lot it's of... also Dallas, right? I mean, Dallas always implodes. I don't know how they always do. It's a divisional, you know, rivalry game, and so those yeah. games are always closer. Um, but I think, you know, I think 
Dak is going to take off this year. Um, I think the Cowboys are going to have a good season. I mean, think of it last last year, right? That was that was the game we heard of, and I mean, it was a fight. It was a thirty-seven, thirty-four loss. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, that was a fight, fight. Yeah, that was. Uh, but then again, that was against Andy Dalton. So I don't know. Take what you want from that. Okay, October seventeenth at home versus L.A. Rams. I got a loss. I think their defense is too good. What do you got, Ron? Same a loss. Yeah, I got a loss. I think the defense is too good. I think Rams have a, a decent quarterback, even though they have no running back because they just Acres got hurt, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And the actually LA is LA Rams is my sleeper team to go to the Super Bowl, even though Ron is a Bucks fan, but whatever. Okay, October twenty fourth at home against Carolina. I got a win. What do you got, Ron? Got to win. I got to win. We don't even need to discuss Carolina because that's a mess. Uh, Monday, November 1st. Oh, it's a Monday night game at Kansas City. What do you got, Chris? Yeah. We can go ahead and forfeit that game. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you going to take the L then? Oh, yeah. They should give us two Ls for that game. They're going to beat the brakes off us. Yeah, we got an L. You got an L, right, Ron? Obviously. Yeah, it's an L. <laughs> Obviously. But you know what? You know what will be crazy that the Giants win that game. It's, we do that. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's stranger things happen. It's, it's the NFL, so. Okay, we got game number nine, Sunday, November 7th, at home versus Las Vegas Raiders. What do you got, Chris? I got, uh, I think we beat the Raiders. You got a W? Yeah, I agree. I got a W, too. I. You guys agree on the Las Vegas Raiders, but I got an L. I don't think the Giants can beat the Raiders. I know the Raiders went eight and eight last year, but I think that they're gonna come back with a better defense this year. I just don't see that team going across country and beating the Giants. I, you know, they're an average team. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess that's why they play the games, right? We agree to disagree. Uh, Chris. Monday, November 22nd, which happens to be my birthday. And by the way, I think you're going to this game, right? You know it. Yeah, you go. This is at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. What do you got, Chris? So I'm undefeated in these games, and I plan to continue to be undefeated in these games because I got him with a W. Oh, ooh, ooh. Ron, what do you think about that? Well, he must have our backup quarterback playing or something. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. The Bucks are losing this game. I think they come through focus. We we talked to them last uh, last week, so uh, the Giants are going to lose this game by a lot. Wow! I, I mean, they robbed us last year. It was a they robbed us last year. Yeah, I got I got an L. This I mean, if Tom Brady, this is game number eleven, November. He doesn't lose in November, December. I should know this because he <laughs> didn't lose for November, December when he was with the Pats. So I, I got an L. Sorry, Chris. Okay. Sunday, November twenty eighth, at home versus Philly. What do you got, Chris? I got a I got a dub, man. I got a win. Ron, I got a win here. Either. Yeah, I got a win. I mean, listen, you you should have a better record than Philly. I agree. Yeah, you should. They don't they don't even know they don't even know half of their position players right now. Mm-hmm. They're they're miserable. I don't know why that coach still has a job. 
I mean, I know he won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, but oh, he's gone. He's gone. They let him go. He's gone. Oh yeah. Even better. Yeah. December fifth at Miami. What do you got, Chris? I got a win. Ron, I got a win. I'm not impressed with Tua. Um, I think Dolphins have a lot of holes um, on offense and defense. To be quite honest, I don't. You know, I think they're an average team, and I think uh, Giants should be able to pull this one off, even though it's on the road. I got an L, Chris, and and listen to my explanation. The Miami has a good ass defense. I mean, they have a really really good defense. And I actually like Tua. I know Ron doesn't like Tua, but I actually like Tua. And I like their receivers. So I don't think the Giants can pull this one off. Sunday, December 12th at Los Angeles Chargers. What do you got? Uh, I got a loss. I got a loss. Justin Herbert, is a, he's, a, he's a pretty good quarterback. Ron? Yeah, my sleeper team, the Chargers. Um, again, the Giants aren't going to cross-country and beating beating the Chargers either, so I got a loss there. Yeah, I got a loss too. This, they're not beating the Chargers. Okay, so December 19th at versus Dallas at home. What do you got, Chris? I will be at this game as well, and uh, we, we beat Dallas at home. You got a W? Ron, what you got? I had a loss. I've been getting swept at Dallas this year. Wow! I got a loss too. The Dallas is the only team that I think you you can't beat. That's that's like your kryptonite. I know that's your <laughs> that's your like uh, your division rival, but I think I don't think you can beat Dallas this year. But again, I could be wrong, but that's just my experience, what I see, my opinion. Ron, you think the same thing? Sunday, December twenty sixth at Philly. What do you got? I actually got a loss this game. Ron, what do you got? I have a loss too, but I had them win in the first one, so they're splitting this. I got to win on this one because Philly's just not that good. And by game 16, who knows who's going to be playing for Philly by then. They might be, what's his name, Jalen Hurst? He's supposed to be the starter. He's supposed to be the starter. Yeah. They may have. They may end up with Deshaun Watson somehow too. So who knows? Yeah, I don't. I, I right. think they, they they're they're still gonna be figuring it out by then. So I got a W. I think that should be an easy victory. Okay, game seventeen. Uh, I got uh, January second at Chicago. What do you get? So this is actually the most important game of the season. I got a win for us because we've got to make sure that Chicago loses because the more losses they have, the better our pick is the following year. Oh, so you think it strategically you want them mm-hmm. to win this game. Ron, yeah, we what, got to. Ron, what do you got for this game? Uh, I have a loss. I think this is where you know Justin Fields for sure will be, should be playing at this point, and I think he's going to have some success uh, this year. With Chicago, and the Chicago defense is still pretty good, and this game is on the road too in Chicago. Yeah, I got a loss. I'm a Justin Fields fanatic. I to this date, I still think that we should have drafted him, but Chicago got there first, so we ended up with Mike Jones, which I'm not mad about, by the way. Uh, but yeah, I think the Giants are gonna lose this game. Okay, Week 18, Sunday, January 9th. Versus Washington at home. What do you got, Chris? I 
gotta win. You gotta win. What do you got, Ron? I gave him a win here. Like I mentioned, eight. I had him splitting with Washington too, so this is where they get their win. Initially, I was gonna give them a loss, but I think I think the Giants are better than Washington, so I'm gonna switch mines to a W. So the total wins for the year that I give the Giants are six. How many wins do you give them, Chris? Ten. Give them ten, and Ron gives them seven. So you you see them. This kind of goes into our questions right here. So you see them winning the division, making the playoffs. What what do you see, Chris? So I definitely see them going into the playoffs this year. I think we will be a team that benefits from um, an additional game because uh, it goes back to my point that I made early on. You know, in the show. If we go back to last year's game, you know, with the standard team that we had, with none of the upgrades that we made, we're losing games by two points, three points, five points. So, you know, one catch, one fu- like all the one little thing changes the game, right? So, and I feel like this schedule isn't—it's nowhere near as difficult as it was last year. Um, and I feel like again, we we gave Daniel Jones, you know, some good weapons. Because we haven't even talked about, you know, we didn't, I didn't even talk about Tony, the kid we drafted from Florida. I feel like he can be a good playmaker, you know, especially with all his speed and hands that, you know, that he, he portrayed when he was coming out of the University of Florida. So that could be an X factor for us as well. So, so you know, I... I'm sorry. Do you see this team winning the division or getting a wild card bit? Um... Oh, man, it's a tough one. It... it, it I'll say this: It depends on Ryan Fitzpatrick, but I could see us. I could see us either or. I could see it either winning the division or getting wild card. Um, so, in, so you think Washington has his division, not Dallas? Yeah, nah, man. Dallas, I don't think. Uh, yeah, nah. Dallas, D- Dallas's defense is suspect, man. Like they, they can't stop. You know, they can't stop a cold. I mean, they can't do anything. Oh, that's interesting. Because uh, do, who do you think is going to win this division, Ron? Uh, I believe Dallas is, is going to find a way. I think, you know, their their defense was terrible. There's no doubt about that. But Mika Parsons uh, is on that team now. They got um, the other linebacker coming back. I forgot his name. Um, I think they're, they're going to be a different team. And I think with Dak, how he played those first few games when he was healthy uh, last year, the way he was looking, um, if he's anywhere close to that this year, and they actually run the ball too, on top of that, um, they're going to be hard to stop. I can I can see Dallas winning uh, 10, 11 games. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Dallas can win this division because see, there was I think there was an old adage where defense wins championships, but I feel like the rules change now in the NFL. I feel like. Now the defense can get you there, but you need to score points. And that's, see, that's I don't know. The, I don't know, man. That's, that's, that's the problem with uh, the Redskins. You know, the Redskins have a great defense. I don't know if Fitzpatrick is going to get them over that hump. They're they're hoping so. I, I do think they're going to be a little bit better than the Giants because I'm just not. You know, I don't think Daniel Jones is the answer for the Giants. And I, you know, 21 career starts, 36 turnovers. I think that tells tells you everything you need to know about him i think he holds them back unfortunately so do you think chris do you think they stick with daniel jones the whole season yeah for sure even I mean, even yeah. if he has a horrendous season 
Yeah, because uh, who do we have? We have Glennon as a backup. I mean, if yeah, so I, I think I think they're gonna ride um, Daniel Jones till the wheels fall off this year. Uh, and then, like I said, if, if he stinks up the place, then we know one of those first round picks next year are gonna be for uh, you know for a quarterback. See, that's that's the thing is like the Giants front office are, li- are leaving it up to Daniel Jones and I, I feel like that's they're like throwing away the season they're saying you know what he might have it he might not and if he doesn't have it we'll just get a bad record but you know honestly what other choice do they have they drafted this you know right. drafted him with their first pick they gotta give him a fair shot and, and I know they've done that so far but if you know if he can't pull it off if he can't make a big leap this year I think they're in the quarterback hunt for sure next year. Yeah, you know what, Chris? Uh, I want to extend an invitation right now. Will you come up, come down, and again do the show after that Bucks Giants game? Yeah, for sure. Because we're we're definitely reviewing the Bucks this year, and that game on November twenty second. We need we need someone. You know, win or loss, we need somebody to explain what happened in that game. From yeah, the Giants, Giants side. <laughs> definitely. So again, Chris, we'd like to thank you. Thank you for your time. Please come back. And uh, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And oh, congratulations, because I heard October next year. It's a date, right? Yeah, man, October 30th. So next year, no, be, uh, the, ball, the, ball and, the ball and chain comes on. <laughs> Listen, join the club. Yeah, seriously. Join the club. <laughs>